on this episode of the AIE Podcast. It's 2020 and we're here for the games. However, umami is a thing of the past. Hey guys, have you hugged your Wookiee today? And Saturday mandatory S and M. Hmm. S and No S N M. Got it. Saturday map night for all your Final Fantasy fun. Yes. And we are our own guests. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 335 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa-S gaming community. The Die Has Been Caught podcast. I'm Makala. To my left and downstairs is Tetsemi. I have spreadsheets. Usually I do. do, dear. And to our right and a few states over is Cow. Greetings, gill-soaked guildies. <laughs> And this week, well, guys, you got us. We're going to talk about what we've been doing in and out of game to catch up um, what's been going on since our last show and all that jazz. Welcome, guys. Yay, we're back. Yay. Yep. We are back. It's been a while. Um, it has. You know, we always take the month of December off and it worked better to start this week than the... Uh, Last week, with yeah. well, we're still recovering from the holidays, so we're good to go. I feel like we're still uh, recovering from the holidays. We are still yeah, recovering from the holidays. Definitely. Yeah, most definitely. So we're going to chat what we've been doing um, since we all last talked. Um, but first, let's go ahead and talk about you know, this week's news, because we do actually have some news. AIE News. All right, so we have your community mandatory fun nights and your um, raid schedule, or your not your raid schedules. Wow, <laughs> we have your going on schedules. Now remember, mandatory fun nights where fun is mandatory, but attendance is not. Uh, Sunday at eight thirty Eastern is STO. Monday at nine thirty Eastern is Guild Wars Two. Uh, Tuesday at eight o'clock max time is Sotor. Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern is Final Fantasy 14. Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern is ESO, which is followed by 11 p.m. Eastern, which is Final Fantasy 14 late night. Saturday, of course, at 8.30 Eastern time is Lotror. Lot well, Lord of the Rings Online, because my mouth did not work there. <laughs> at 11 o'clock Eastern, of course, is Noob Raid Night, normally led by our good friend Kenny, who was in the chat room and on saturday also at 11 p.m eastern in final fantasy 14 is matt we'll be learning a little more about that shortly and in streaming and guild podcast news our folks over at the escape podcast have been pretty busy they had episode 322 their year and wrap up and predictions um they discussed of course so towards um anniversary uh star wars for watching and their 2019 our year in review also, our good friends, um, which is, by the way, Seema Max, um, or Seema and Max, and EPC, whichever uh, episode they're on, they're 323. They talked about The Mandalorian, because we're all kind of obsessed with that. They did go over the January event schedule, uh, the Guild events for 2020, and, you know, The Mandalorian, because... You know, a good gritty western in space. And in Working Class Nerds, episode 62, digging into, digging into the de decade. Wow. <laughs> Not safe for podcasting. Uh, Marcus and Nick sit down with Dr. Soto to discuss our favorite games of the decade. And of course, the oddly enough, the final episode of Mandalorian. All right. Bye, Kenny. Bye, Kenny. See you tomorrow. In Wow. There's nothing going on. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> just some update on the guild infrastructure itself. Uh, Umami applications are no longer required for WoW retail. We're going to open up guild recruitment to the server with the in-game recruitment system. New and current members of AIE can continue to use Discord, AIE LFO in-game community, as well as the new Blizzard 
guild recruitment system to request guild invites. We do want to thank Stig for everything he's done with our current Umami system and Greenwall, and we can't wait to see what else he has in store for AIE. Speaking of AIE... Well, that's what we're all talking this about. This podcast. <laughs> right. Hey, we're a little rusty. All right, I was trying oh, to do right. and it Love failed. It. <laughs> okay. Thirteenth yeah. anniversary next month, and lucky number thirteen. We will also be having the third annual Ralph's Amazing Race with details coming oh. soon. Uh, new braid, wow! Tried <laughs> mythic, thanks, Memnith. Uh, on accident, and yeah, it went about as well as you thought it should. I can see why Kenny wandered off there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want right. to discuss this. You guys. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and there's just a little thing coming this Tuesday called Patch 8.3. Patch 8.3 Survival Guide is up on Wowhead, and we're going to give you the highlights because there's way too much to dig into detail. Uh, this is the third major Battle for Azeroth content patch, Visions of Nazoth, and it built will be releasing on January 14th in the U.S., the 15th in the EU. New content patch will include uh, Nzoth assaults in two zones, Uldum and the Vale of Eternal Blossoms. Uh, Zoth has taken over these and corrupted these areas. Taking part in these assaults will earn you reputation with the Uldum Accord and the Rajani and earn you a new currency, coalescing, coalescing visions. Good Lord. Words are hard. They are. Rathion returns this patch, starting off with a long introduction quest line. Figure, give yourself about an hour and a half to two hours, depending if you're going to read everything or if you're just going to go, go, go. Um, it will act as the tutorial for the major systems of this patch. That includes his own legendary cloak. cloak? I'm not even going to pronounce that. Hmm? As Shroud Shroud of Resolve, and a plan to enter and take down the horrific visions of Inzoth. Titan Forging is being removed, thank God, from patch 8.3 and replaced by Corrupted Gear, which will provide you with powerful effects, but at a cost. Participating in Horrific Visions will allow you to upgrade Rathion's Legendary Cloak, helping you to combat some of the negative effects of the Corrupted Gear. In addition, new essences are being added for all roles as well as new recipes for professions. And what a lot of us have been looking forward to, two new allied races are being added to the games. Volpira for the Horde and Mechanomes for the Alliance. Alliance race Death Knights are also available this patch for players who have pre-purchased Shadowlands. Goblin and Worgen Heritage Armors being added this patch as well. If you've been wanting to transmog legendary weapons, patch 8.3 will allow you to do so, except for the Warglaze of Azanoth, because those are still Demon Hunter appearance only, and they have their own quest line to get that appearance. Yep. The patch also helps if you've been looking for a unique reward from Island Expeditions, as there are new salvage crates which can be bought with the Seafarer's doubloons. And lastly, the Auction House is getting a much-needed rework. More content is coming later in the patch on January 21st when Season 4 of Battle for Azeroth begins. That marks the opening of the new Nihilotha raid, new PvP season, and new Mythic Plus Seasonal Affects Awakened, as well as Heroic Darkshore. Season 4 will also come with an overall item level increase to most systems, with the cap from most systems being 475, except for the final two bosses of Nihilotha dropping 485 gear. That's a lot of news. Mm -hmm. That's a big patch. And in case you uh, didn't get enough WoW, how about some more WoW Mm -hmm. with WoW Classic News? We heard heard you like some WoW. So have some more WoW. Uh, Blackwing Lair. The Blackwing Lair attunement quest, Black Hands Command, will become available on all realms tomorrow. Well, now it'd be two days ago. Friday, January 10th. Yes. There are also level 50 class quests. All players starting at level 50 can now begin class-specific quest lines offered by class trainers in capital cities. Uh, These quests include the choice of one to three powerful rare items. Uh, There's also new reputation rewards. Uh, These are from the Argent Dawn, Thorium Brotherhood, Timbermaw Hold, Silverwing Sentinels, and the Warsong Outriders faction vendors now offer reputation reward items that that were added in patches 1.6 and 1.7 of original WoW. And then on to Eternal Qu- Quintessence. Right. Pl- mm-hmm. 
Yep. What doesn't? That's why, yes. Yep. Players who complete Hands of the Enemy and reach a revered reputation with the Hydraxid Waterlords, which I still haven't done in regular while, um, <laughs> may now obtain Eternal Quintessence from Duke Hydraxis. And they're also going to get Darkmoon Fair, uh, which is coming earlier in February. The first Darkmoon Fair and WoW Classic will get underway early February with Barkers and the fair setup appearing on Friday, February 7th, and the festivities opening on Monday, February 10th. Look for the many Darkmoon cards that make up the Beasts, Elementals, Portals, and Warload sets to begin dropping from enemies and bosses on Wednesday, February 5th. Excellent. All right. And SOTOR news. Um, holidays in SOTOR are filled with uh, Megas, MFN, Snowballs, and Wookie Hugging. Several guildies were so industrious they achieved the Wookie Hugging, hugging Champion achievement. Wookies wow. do, in fact, give the best hugs. Actually, no. I need a correction to that. Ben Bumhofer gives <laughs> the best hugs. Wookies <laughs> come second, but a close second. Yeah, it was you had to hug a thousand Wookies to get that. Power. Oh, wow! Yeah, it's a lot of Wookies. It's a lot wow. of Wookies. Wow, and I'm about the size of a tall Ewok, so <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Um, in 2020, uh, Sator is looking forward to opening the rest of the rooms in both the Guild flagship, many operation successes, MFNs galore, Mega Extraordinaire, Conquest, Target meets, meetups, trivia, and of course, Lightning. lightning. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> In ESO news, on January 16th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there will be a Bethesda live stream to reveal the chapter and year-long story. They will have Twitch drops live during the stream so you can unlock rewards. MFN is still on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern where they run dungeons, rampage through zones killing bosses, obtaining sky shards, and looting anything not nailed down, and occasionally jumping off cliffs. Indeed. Oh, oh, Kenny. Yeah, never mind. Yep. Yeah. And in Final Fantasy XIV news, um, last night, uh, Saturday, uh, January 11th, for those listening, uh, we had the first Maps night in quite a while, and it was fairly epic. Uh, for, for your, for those not familiar, Maps are essentially treasure hunting, treasure hunting maps, not just you know cartography. It's an actual treasure hunting maps. Uh, we did the level 80 maps, also known as the Zonerskin maps. Yeah. I guess that's about how you say them. And uh, reached the final chamber four times. That means 100k payday each time. Yep. And with the total gill and value of maps dropped, it, it, it totaled to about uh, 5 million gill? Or sorry, 15, 15 million gill. Yeah, 15 million gill. Um, map nights are now going to be a regular uh, Saturday night event going forward. Just ping Kelsier on the Final Fantasy XIV channel and, and AIA Discord if you want to join. Uh, map groups hold about eight people per team. The glider skin maps are more tuned for solo players if you can't or don't want to get a full group of people. Also, uh, rating will be picking up again soon. Speak with Duris or Abovan in Discord for details. Uh, we'll likely begin with some of the early extreme fights, that's Titanium and Innocence, to gauge where everyone is, and also to help um, gear folks up. And in February, we have Patch 5.2, and that will include, of course, more MSQ, a new dungeon, uh, Anomnesis Ender, which apparently is an actual word, <laughs> uh anomnesis which yeah. apparently is reflecting on things they like they like finding weird old words old english words to put on right, right. um <clears throat> but it'll be a new trust compatible dungeon which means you can bring your nbc buddies with you as long as they're leveled up high enough i think the first time is free and then you have to have them leveled <laughs> up to, to do Usually it is. yep they're adding a new beast tribe which is going to focus on gathering this time uh, that's the kitari and um, also, uh, New Chronicles of a New Era, which will be the 5.0 Trials quest chain. And it looks like the first trial will be the Ruby Weapon. Also, a new raid, or probably continue, it's continuing the existing raid, but yeah. new raid wings. Um, it'll be called you know, Eden's Verse. Uh, one boss is to be related to Rama, Ramu. Ramu? Yeah, Ramu. He's the lightning dude from uh, 2.0. Um, also, there's going to be a upgradable equipment quest series, um, also known as the Relic Quests. Excellent. Sweet. 
All right. In a non-lightning game news, in Eve, they settled in the new home system, uh, bringing up their little cubby holes ADM so they can truly start doing the big boy stuff. Um, Hoots has started um, making stuff for Corpy, and Corpy are helping by donating needed materials for said process. So unless you play Eve, you don't know what any of that means. (laughs) How they like it. Yep. Yeah, well, it doesn't purpose. need to be redacted if you don't understand it. So True. That, yeah, that makes sense. Right. We finished off in Lotor. We finished off 2019 with a lot of fun during Saturday night uh, Lotor. They have stuff planned for 2020. Stay tuned for the upcoming details and follow them in the Lotro channel in AIE Discord for news and announcements. All right. And that's all the news that's fit to ch- chat about. So, guys... Let's find out what we've been doing since break. And according to these notes, I have to talk first. Uh-huh. Damn, it. Damn it, Tim, really? <laughs> All right. So I'm a mom. It was Christmas time. So pretty much from December 12th until December 26th, I was running around like a mad woman. I think my final count was 12 pounds of marsh or 12 pounds of marshmallows, 10 pounds of fudge, eight batches of various cookies and bars, three pies, one cake, and a batch of rice krispie treats. That was just the baking. Bake. Yeah. The cooking. There was there were several shindigs and <laughs> mistakes were made and drinks were drinking and, and there was Puerto Rican eggnog and I'm sorry? And there was a lot of cleanup. <laughs> there was a lot of cleanup. Um so behind the scenes, um, we have a lot of parties at our house. And we have Tet and I have a really great relationship when it comes to how we break down um, the responsibilities. I do all the pre stuff. I do all the baking, the shopping, that. Once the party starts, I am no longer. I am now the host. Yep. I flutter around. I talk to everybody. I get handed drinks by friends. Thank God, no one's roofied me. Um, <laughs> You know, literally, um, so I'm I'm moving everywhere. Tet, on the other hand, is pretty much in one place. He is behind the sink, doing dishes, greeting people from there. You can never, you can always have to ask where I am at a party. You never have to ask that about Tet. Well, and, he's, and the thing he's is, very easy to find. The sink is part of our kitchen, but it's overlooking the island which then overlooks the area where everyone is in so it's not like i'm squirreled away i can see everything i just have my little protective this is my your bubble. area <laughs> yep 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 what you don't know is it's actually a sniper roost <laughs> yes dishes as weapon no i have the, the, the you know the thing you use to clean dishes so if people get out of oh yeah, yeah. well <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's not yeah he's not kidding he, he, we do actually have that readily available and about a dozen Nerf guns in the house. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so that so that, yeah, that was you know a good part of my holiday. Um, I also hiked a lot, cooked, wrapped presents. I did manage to sleep in for a few days. So there were actually a few mornings where I didn't get up until after the sun got up. Pretty impressive. Um, I read two full books over the holidays. Um, Catching Kill by Ronan Farrow which was quickly followed by The Ninth House by Leah uh, Bardo. Because after you finish a 150-page book about the Weinstein investigation, you need a dark fantasy modern novel about magical secret societies in Yale. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know, literally, I got down with Catching Kill. I'm like, this is amazing. I need something lighter. <laughs> so shot This was chaser. not lighter. I'm sorry. Yeah. Shot. Yeah chaser <laughs> yeah this was not lighter but it was fabulous um so um like i said we had our annual yule party and then we also had our very fabulous fruit and friends christmas eve sushi lunch yep. which is a tradition what's six years ago yeah where it was it was tet Sastry, never and i and of course the hordling and we went out oh and um leontine and we went out for sushi on Christmas Eve, and it's become our tradition. Yep. We pretty much get as many FERT members or AIE members in the area, and just our our close friends um, who want to come. And we have like a big sushi lunch uh, before all the chaos begins. 
um, we go to a revolving sushi place where our goal as a family is to get 12 plates of sushi. And if you've ever heard the is Matthew Ebel high, high holiday, high orbit holiday special, you know why. Yes. Um, we saw Star Wars opening night and I think I got the text from while well, we were in it in the show still, uh, but from our buddy Mills that he wanted to do a Star Wars game taking place 100 years after Rise of the Skywalker. Um, please think of please figure out the new Jedi Order for me. And then a few days later, he presented us with the Force and Destiny book for Christmas. Yeah. Um, so what I'm in mind, I need to write up my history and I've been told to do a short one, um, is I have a Twi'lek mystic seer um, who is not so good with people, but super connected to the, to the living force. And Tet, what you might not know is I do actually have a connection to the Star Wars universe. Nice. Yes. Um, only one of my D&D groups actually played during during the holidays. Um, we were semi-active at best, uh, but we did manage to get roped into helping a clan of wood elves deal with a mythical monster that's cursed them. And, okay, so you know how it is, though, when you... So, we, you know, we're on our way there. Like, oh, what's this scary thing over there? Don't go there. Like, of course we're going to go. <laughs> and you know how in a video game when you go to the wrong um, the wrong zone... And you're not quite ready for it. Yep. And you have, yeah, that that was kind of that. <laughs> Flatter. <laughs> so yeah. Ass, yeah. Hand. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so we kind of we held it back and didn't really defeat it. We'll have to deal with that later. That was a pretty much my, my what I had going on. Mia, what were what have you been doing? Well, I'm a dad, and it was Christmas time, right? and no, no. Um, and you were a jungle gym because I know your kid. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and and it actually was a jungle gym just a bit ago. So, yeah. Um, but no, um, so we're we are um, still taking down the inside Christmas decorations. Um, the the outside, we actually managed to take it down the weekend after New Year's Day, um, because we did have a really decent setup at the, at the new, the new house. So we had to kind of get used to like, you know, how we want things laid out there. I kind of had a, a test flight with the Halloween decorations. Yeah. So, you know, so I was able to kind of think things through. So yeah, we had a nice setup with, you know, all the usual lights, the na- neighborhood was nicely decorated. So that was, that was pretty cool. Um, but uh, otherwise, um, w- after catching up on the Mandalorian, um, Ooh, so good, so good, uh, yes, and seeing the latest saga movie, also so good. Yep, and bravely watching the entire Star Wars holiday special. Oh, oh, <laughs> shot, <change>. yes. Oh, <laughs> w- with a little help from Rift Track. Wow. So, so yeah, you can buy the Rift Tracks version of it now, and it, 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 it yes. Oh, and, and which is just that show is just baffling. We just like uh, oh. Jen and I just watched it, and we were just like, "Really? This this now. happened." I'm gonna yeah. put um oh B Arthur on eight track. Anyways, um. yeah, <gasps> yeah. So that was that was an experience. Uh-huh. No, um, but we've uh, started watching the Clone Clone Wars. Oh, uh, okay. Because I know you guys weren't sure if you're gonna start with Clone Wars or Rebels for the animated stuff. Yeah, and honestly, I I think Clone Wars is a good start. Um, oh. Kind of, kind of dip back in there. Uh, we've watched the two um, kind of. We were watching the the order for it, and like the true order is all over the place because apparently they never showed it in order proper order on. Really? Uh, yeah, you, there's yes. like viewing guides where it's like yes, this episode, this episode. Could then the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So oh, you have to watch wow. like two sixteen, then one sixteen, which is still like, how did they get it that much out of order that there were right. two different seasons wrong? And yeah. then you watch the movie. And then you kind of start in the beginning of the series, and then but it still kind of jumbles things around, and it's not until the fourth season that they finally have things in proper order. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the first three seasons, they're just all over the place. Wow. Um, so so yeah, that's going to be a bit of a thing to to uh, to, to tackle. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, six to seven seasons. I think seven seasons coming out this year. Nice. So uh, yeah, that's going to be our our thing to do because they're they're half hour shows. It's yeah, it's something we can sneak in at, at night after the little one has gone to bed. Right. And then in gaming, um, tons of time in Final Fantasy fourteen, just just tons. I don't know what it is, but uh, it, it could just be the lack of WoW. But something needed to fill that void, and Final Fantasy has been in it. It me. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I have about five active alts in a game that you don't need alts in. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're crazy. Yeah, because like wow, yeah, yeah. wow, wow, you need alts, but I mean, you have different you data centers, right? Yeah, I have one in each data center, and okay. two of them have a second one for whatever weird reason right. I did that for. I don't know, but it also means I've gone through the Shadowbringers MSQ five times because yes, it's that good. It is. It's good enough to immediately repeat. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm also been uh, secretly and not so secretly working on dragging others along for the fun and uh, coercing them into playing with us. Um, that always works. Yep, because the more the merrier. Uh, I have managed to complete the Eden Raids, which is the highest normal rating, um, and the Near Raid, which is the highest Alliance Raid. So mm-hmm. it's 24 people running around and having no idea what's going on. Pretty much. Uh, but the, the fun thing about the Alliance Raids is that they even try to like corral you so that you go where you're supposed to now. Yeah. But uh but yeah, if, if for those that are familiar, near Automata uh, is the crossover into Final Fantasy XIV, and it is really well done. The music is amazing, of course, yeah. and it fits what's going on. Um, <clears throat> I have not touched the Savage uh, version of the Eden Raids yet. I'm close to it, though. I probably will do that soon. Uh, but I will. I have no desire at all to go anywhere near the extreme. Alexander Ultimate Extreme. Yeah. Is it Extreme? I thought it was Ultimate. Or yeah, is it Ultimate? whatever. Yeah. It is. Well, I think it's ultimate because it's so for those familiar, there is an, an Alexander raid, a set of wings back mm-hmm. from heaven's ward. Uh, and then there's like a main boss at like the end of each wing. Well, Alexander ultimate is like essentially going back to all those bosses one after another. And then at the end, they Voltron into one giant robot and right. try to beat you down. <laughs> and watching that, like I've seen, I've only seen one person complete it still since it's been launched. It's Jeez. it's oh like this. These are harder than mythic rating in WoW. Right. Like it's in, in, in WoW. There's you know it, you have a little bit of give, and this one you have to be picture perfect. You have to step in time to whatever the dance is. Yeah. Like wow. one one person's in the wrong spot, everyone falls apart. Like it's just Jeez. amazing, just how perfect it has to be. Right. Um, but the weapons you get out of them are pretty epic. Like they are the best looking in the game, of course, because they you know they want to give you something for it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, in other news, uh, taking a short break to poke at Fallout 76, they mm-hmm. have the Wastelanders beta coming out this month. So for those of you waiting for actual humans to be in Fallout 76, they're coming. Um, hopefully th- this is a sign that they're actually going to do it right, because this time they're saying, hey, you want to help us test it? <laughs> right. Like all the other patches where things just like, here you go. Oh, it's crap. Oh, okay. Um, so that, that's be interesting. Um, working on my Pioneer Scout challenges because um, they're pretty challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, very little time in WoW. Um, the raid scene has been pretty much on a hiatus um, until the patch coming out. Right. Well, not just the patch, but the raid coming out after the patch. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm hoping that they have a solution for the absence of tier sets and a fix for mitigation for the Azerite armor because those two things has pretty much killed rating yeah. <laughs> and i'm hoping they fix that because i mean you know, we're, we're all about you know it's that we need something to keep us going and, and wow or maybe it's okay that we take a break for a couple months every now right. and then yeah it's like oh we killed the final boss okay see you now uh, next patch yeah right. no, with, no uh, drive siege of orgamar you know we were constantly rerunning it for the heirlooms but yep yep and there and it looks like because uh, as we mentioned above um the the bosses, the end boss for the Nihilotha raid is 10 eye levels higher than everyone else. So at right. least it's something like, like as it is right now in, in eternal palace, there's no reason to go after Ashara. Like no. she drops nothing you want. Yeah. So not, you- not unless you were trying to collect the rare, like set pieces in there, but it's that whole, why are you raiding to get gear to do what to raid better? So what you can raid harder content to get more gear mm-hmm. so you can raid harder content better. And you get in that, you know, all the games do this. And like, at some point you just have mm-hmm. to say, this is my end point. I've killed the final boss. Everyone in the raid teams killed the final boss. We're good. The, right, yep, right. I think the solution right. is going to be not the raid, but the um, horrific visions that, that system, the, uh, the tower system, what, uh, not the tower system. That's uh, shadow. That's uh, the, the cloak system. Yeah, getting your cloak better. You have to go so. in with one to five people and 
rerun yeah. the thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the that's the getting your cloak better so you can survive the raid better. Yeah. 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 And that's supposed to be a test for the the, the tower you were alluding to. The tower is in the next expansion. Correct. Yep. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see how that Yep, if it goes well, then they know they have a good thing coming with the next expansion. So we're hoping they have the solutions for us coming. Yep, I agree. And then how about you, Tets? What you been up to? Oh, very much like you. There's a lot of story in Final Fantasy fourteen, and I managed to get through all of it. Well, main story quest. I'm still... I did the main story quest, and then the... Here's the side quest you get every two levels to get you the gear at the end of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I've done that on my uh, physical DPS. I still have to do it on the caster, the healer, and the tank. But then I have yep. to get those classes up to to do it. But uh, the story so far is awesome. And yeah, I hit the end of Eden and I went... Um, there's more elements. We need more more raids. Where's, yeah. where's the rest of the story? Yeah, it's like I finished yeah. it and immediately typed into uh, the free company. Uh, when's more content coming? They're like next month. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay I can wait. I can wait. I can wait. Yep. But, um, right. Well, and you haven't even touched the hard content. Like you've done the standard content. So define hard content because it's all hard for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you've done Eden. You've done the the four um, the four boss fights in Eden. Yes. On so, story mode, essentially. Yes, essentially, yeah. So once you finish that last one, there's now someone waiting for you. I'm saying, hey, you know those fights you just did? Why don't you do them harder? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so the that's the like, wait a minute, you look very familiar. Tell me why I shouldn't punch you in the face right now. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, because well, well, he looks so much like the wandering minstrel, but he's yes. the minstreling wanderer right. in this game. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's, well, he's not the one, but he is the one that unlocks it for the trials. Right. But yeah, for the, for the raid, there's like some, some panicked Crystarium guards like, Hey, they're trying to figure something out. Why don't you go talk to them? And then, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, um, it's supposedly supposed to help with what they're doing in Eden. Gotcha. And leave it um, at that. <laughs> yeah. So I've been doing that. I went back and figured out how the grand company order of the twin adder works that whole mm-hmm. system. So I got through all the, hey, I need a promotion. Hey, I need a promotion. Hey, I need a promotion. And now I'm actually sending out my first four um, recruits. But Squadron. I to, yeah. Yeah. I had to pick up the first recruit by actually running, I think it was the duty finder, like three consecutive times and then something else. And it finished off this achievement that unlocked a recruit. And then I could mm-hmm. get the four. And so now I'm looking at what other challenges do I need to go do? to get more recruits in because you can have eight. So you get four in the four active and four in the wings. And yep. Uh, so I'm working on that. Um, That's a whole system in itself, I which know. I've just, just been touching. Yeah. I just like, I'm playing it on the side, like, Oh, this will take 18 hours. I'll forget. So see you in three days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I keep forgetting. Semicolon is your friend because it will bring up your timers. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, cool. I also have been leveling up my red mage, which apparently is getting a huge change, not a huge change, but changing a bit in 5.2 um, and then working on my samurai. Um, I haven't figured out what I'm going to do for the healer or tank, although either Gunbreaker or uh, Dark Knight look interesting for um, for tanking. We'll have to see. Um, yeah, Dark Knight seems to be the popular choice this expansion. Yeah, it's like And of course, Gunbreaker's yeah, no, it, it's like you get in, you see a Dark Knight or a Gunraker, you're like, okay, they're just going to pull all the trash. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I just look at the healer, good luck, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny, um, I actually, so I was I was in one of the newer dungeons, and um, I started to, I was trying to be nice to the healer. The healer then rescues me to pull me further along. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, wow. they were wanting me to pull wall Keep to wall. Keep going, pull faster, right. yeah. Yeah, because I was a paladin, and you know, paladins are a little different in the way they play. They're not like the the Death Knight and the Gunbreaker, where they just like grab it all and run. Right. So, yeah. so yeah, sometimes the healers want it a little rougher. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and then I've also now that uh, the free company helped me figure out how to be able to solo 
older duties and, and stuff like that. I'm going back and cleaning out my log file and, and cleaning up a bunch of level 50 and 60 stuff. Although level 60 hard is still questionable for me on the BART. I'm not quite good enough with the DPS to stay up long enough to kill the boss fast enough before I die from the mechanics. So mm-hmm. um, I'm working on some of those, um, going back and, and cleaning up that's that stuff. So I'm having fun, but like I said, there's just, there's so much to do. Yeah. You've, yeah. you've gone like straight through the middle and you've have all this wide stuff right. on the sides. You haven't even touched. Oh, and I've got the, uh, the reclamation. What the we're rebuilding the Itch Guardian restoration. No, the Doma. Oh no, Doma. I'm Doma, yeah, yeah, that Doma. was um, yeah, I go and drop the twenty thousand gil every week on that. And I've got the it's up to where they're building the houses and they have the uh, wood shop and the smith uh, part of it going right now. So um I gotta yeah. wait until <laughs> next week to drop some more money off there to see where it goes. So that's fun. Uh- I don't, that's always baffled me because you're giving them stuff that they then pay you back immediately, and somehow uh-huh. that's helping them. Yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> it's game economy. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, the Ishgard restoration still has me confused because you like go there and they're like, "Yeah, we're done with phase one. We're waiting on the next phase." And it's because it was a you know how the um, Guild Wars has those active world or whatever they call it, yeah. the living world. That's what it essentially was, is it was a crafter version of a living world. So everyone piled in at once and were actively pushing the story along. Right. It's because you know how you're doing the Doma thing where you're yeah. just giving them money? Well, the Ish Guardian is taking that a step forward and you are the ones building the stuff. Right, right. So but someone has already funded them. And, yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, because it's it, it, they they rushed through it. I have a feeling that for the next stage, they're probably going to slow that down somehow because like they the burnt Doma. through it. Yeah, because they uh, players were eager for this content, and oh, it yeah. just the, mm-hmm. and of course it was the first time coming through, and they just overwhelmed the system. They actually had fates, but they're crafting fates. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice! So the servers were overwhelmed as people were trying to dive into these fates and 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 participate, and it was just a huge mess. But you know, yeah, they they burned through it. It was done so quickly that now all that's left is well, I can level my crafters faster. Right. Got it. Um, and I did find out one thing, speaking of the, the professions, because I'm starting to work on those. I've got them all at 20 right now, and oh. I'm working them up. Um, but the gathering professions, apparently they changed the stealth to sneak ability. Yep. But I still had stealth on my bar, and I couldn't figure out why it wasn't active. <laughs> so I was like having to go, okay, switch into bard, clear out the entire area of mobs, switch back to the gap, <laughs> and try and do stuff. I'm like, what? not supposed to be that hard. No. So now that I know that, now I can start stacking up on stuff and then making it. So yeah, um, and they they've improved it too. Once you get high enough level, the the sneak will automatically apply itself. Oh, good. So you didn't even have to think about it. Good. All right. Um, so that's been Final Fantasy fourteen. For anyone that wants to know, it's free up to level 35. Just download the game, hop in, play, have a blast, uh, you know, get on the free company, join the the, the channel in uh AIE Discord. It's it's a blast. And and highly recommended before you sub. Talk to an existing yep. player and be friended. Do the do the friend re- recruitment thing. It'll benefit you both. Yep, you both get stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, it's a game that's always heavily being worked on, oh, and we have yeah. a lot of activity. Per the fact, you know, if you ever heard Abo on the show, yes, um, there's always so much news that it could be its own podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, or, or should be its own podcast. It should be its own Abo. podcast, Abo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's been. That's been the majority of my focus because other than logging in for guild numbers and guild cleanup, I pretty much took most of December and the beginning of January off of WoW. Uh, but I am looking forward to patch 8.3 and see if the, any of the systems are going to be interesting. Um, I did do the anniversary LFR with the raid team and we got the world breaker mount for everyone. So that was awesome. But again, the the pull of the story in Final Fantasy 14 was just way too strong for me to run run systems over and over in in wow and that's the that's what i'm looking forward to i i didn't even 
do Korax Revenge or level any alts in Korax Revenge just because I was like, it, it, it's doing a mechanical system that I really wasn't engaged in because it wasn't unlocking story. Legion, mm-hmm. at least, it was like, oh, you're at a content lull for the main story, but look, you've got 11 other classes that you can work through their class story. Um, we don't have yep. that in BFA. So once mm-hmm. you get through the story, doing it on another character, unless it's the opposite faction, doesn't get you anything story-wise. And that's what I'm in the game for. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, nice. Thankfully, Final Fantasy XIV was there because even in SOTOR, you know, I've got six, eight, nine. No, I've got nine level 75s now. <laughs> Check, in check the SOTOR, yeah, I've got I've got nine level, but again the the story content of the patch was here get you to level seventy five. Now work on the mechanical part of the system, which is getting your gear from the two sixty eight up to the three hundred six maximum. But there's no new story yet, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna leave them. We'll leave them there. I'll come back when. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, has more story. Um, so, uh, we did not get any D and D and break as McCullough said. However, the group has gotten sucked into the new forced and destiny system for star Wars. And I did create a Sentinel shadow who is hunting down dark side force sensitive and force users. Uh, I did use Sotor to design my, um, cause she's Torgruda, uh, Torgruda, um, character so i could take screenshots and then send that off to the right to our dm for that uh, i am really looking forward to learning it's a new system new dice uh it's a whole new play on how the system you basically roll the dice and then do the interpretation of this cancels this out this cancels this out this gives you an advantage over here so and different be- and different yeah different things will let you like take out the good dice yep. or take out the bad dice add more good dice exactly <laughs> And it will be the first game that our whole family will be playing in that's not a one-shot guest appearance or run this character because the player's out. So our Yep, yep, yeah, Hordling is playing as well. As a permanent character, so it'll be fun. Yes. Cool. Now, unfortunately, though, our particular friend that's DMing, we tend to do, he tends to do not um, campaigns, but adventures. Yeah. So we'll see. So we'll probably be like, you know, go for a few weeks so the story lines up. And then... A few, you know, a few months later, we'll yeah do the same thing. Yep. And also, we watched all eight episodes of The Mandalorian, and cannot wait for more. Mm-hmm. If the Kenobi series is going to be anything like this Mandalorian series, especially the two episodes that Deborah Chow directed, I cannot wait for this. I know. I am. I, I don't get me wrong. I love the Big Nine, but I am so ready for some non Skywalker <laughs> series that explore more of what Solo and Rogue One did, um, where it wasn't, you know, it was about the non, I, I realized we just yeah, yeah, the, the non-force force users, but I want yeah. to see the non-force side of the story. Um, although the ending of Mandalorian, you're like, Ooh, where are we going with this? So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so cool seeing just like, different parts of the of the galaxy and you know different stories and i, I love how they're kind of filling that all in yeah well, it's, it's, like go, go ahead i was say it, it was fascinating that the, you know the 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 line of you know do that magic hand wavy thing <laughs> oh my yes. god like, like that thing that alone tells you magic like, hand wave thing. yes yeah like that's that's how far away these stories are from from the the core saga and it's right. so fascinating to see yeah oh, yeah definitely no exactly <laughs> um like one of my favorite episodes, and I think it was the Deborah Chow one. It was the third episode where mm-hmm. he's going to the village, and they're in just this primitive village where they're low tech planet trying mm-hmm. to get along. Uh, no, that was um, Bryce. I think I was Bryce, was Bryce um, Dallas, Dallas Hopper, Bryce. Howard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, which that one where they went to yeah. this low tech planet, oh, and. Wow. You know, all of a sudden, this ATST comes out mm-hmm. of the thing, and you realize that the chicken walker that everybody makes fun of, like that's not mm-hmm. terrifying. Well, it's not terrifying and, yeah. to an army. It's yeah. terrifying it's to villagers terrifying. fighting with oh, yeah. sticks and you know, limited yeah. blasters. Um, they did that so well, and yes, it was a 
uh, homage to Seven Samurai, but it was oh, really yeah. well done because it was in the Star Wars universe, and you're like, yeah, that chicken walker is terrifying. <laughs> it's <laughs> also kind of nice seeing smaller parts of the universe, quieter parts of the. You're yes. not quite. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were dealing with a lot of stuff, but yeah, the backward stuff, the stuff that's not the big and the boom and the ships and all exactly. of that. Exactly. It's just the, yeah. This is <clears throat> this felt like to me an eight episode series of something that we would play through in Knights yeah. of the Old Republic. I in, can definitely uh, see that. Uh, yeah. You know, because especially like in episode six, when he's in the, um, the ship with his old crew, you know, and if you think about it from a, from a SOTOR perspective, it's like, okay, you've just defeated your old crew member. Do you shoot him or do you lock him in the brig? You know, right. and mm-hmm. and you can almost see the dialogue choices from Sotor coming yeah. up, mm-hmm. light yeah. side, dark side choices, and yep. you realize that he has his own code of ethics, and it's just about I don't like those droids because of what you find out they did to his, you know, his home planet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah, throughout the whole the whole series, like I was constantly like, this feels like a video game. This feels yeah. like a video game. Yeah, exactly. He's leveling up. He's getting new gear. He's leveling up. Like, right, <laughs> exactly. But it's not, you know, for those of us that live in those games or play in those games, it's obvious, but it's never so, like, in your face that you're like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it really felt like a mini, like, class story arc for yeah. a bounty mm-hmm. hunter. Um, in he the, practically in the had an exclamation point of his head. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And- yeah. You point to the characters, NPC, NPC, companion. Ooh, another player character, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, that series was just, uh, I, so I love so good. it was. So as, as anyone, you know, heard from the top of the show talking about what our Sotor friends have been talking about in their podcasts. <laughs> yeah, we had to get in on it. Right. So yeah. thank you for listening to that. Yeah, have to be not. Mandalorian because, yeah, exa- you know. Exactly. I mean, and, so and just, you know, it's interesting that uh, how many fan service moments there mm-hmm. were that didn't come off as fan service moments. Yeah. Like the two scout troopers you oh know, my God. trying yeah. to shoot the can that's like five feet away from them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're like so shaking amazing. the blaster like, is it, you know, is something wrong yeah. with this? Oh my God, that was, uh, that was one of the funniest five minutes that then turned into ragey five. You yeah. Know, yeah. Followed yeah. by rage. Yeah. Um, I was like Tet. I did get Tet and um, Hordling, um, Mando, and the child t- matching t-shirts for Christmas. Yes. So we have to figure and... out time to go out and wear those, but those are awesome. Con. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a non-costume day at Con, it'd be great. Yeah. Uh, Jen got me a uh, magnetic uh, a bumper thing that says uh, "The Child Inside." Oh, oh fabulous! Nice. Oh, like Intel inside? <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, no, no. Like, like you know how you have baby inside? Yeah. yeah. Like baby. On oh, board. okay. Yeah, baby on board. <laughs> the child, um, child on board. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. So. All right. So, are we done talking about the Mandalorian, or should we keep going? <laughs> oh, we yeah. Could go for like a, we could go for hours. Go. All right. Uh, <laughs> um. So, unless you want to hear us ma- ma- babble about the Mandalorians a little more, um, that is our, our show for tonight. Uh, while the chat room begins discussing titles, um, guys, I want to thank you a for being amazing. Uh, but thanks for you know chatting and giving us the news and all of that for this week. It's, yeah, it it's good to be even just kind of s- slide back into it, even if I had to dig my camera out of a pile of stuff. <laughs> exactly. So. exactly. Oh, let me reach down behind the desk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But. All right. Um, if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at the Mew Cow. McCullough is at Cyberwave. And I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website. Just look for the podcast live stream link. And our Discord server for chat is aie-guild.info slash Discord. One theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play the great EIE member saying that we received this week, which is the overly, overly dramatic news from Hunts the Wind. 
All right. Two things. First of all, if you happen to be online or want to bug Nevermore on Twitter, her birthday is on Saturday the 18th. Okay. So, and uh, just a programming note. Um, our next show will actually be on Saturday, January 25th, our regular showtime, because like 28 years ago on Saturday, Sunday the 26th, Ted asked me out and I said yes. And we always go out to celebrate that. We do. Um, we don't know who we're going to be talking to yet, but as soon as we figure that out, we're going to let you guys know. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Ted Semi. This is Mucow. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Forgotten Faction fixes funding falloff in fabulous fashion. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. Being a minor faction in a World of Warcraft expansion is definitely a mixed blessing. You get your moment in the spotlight with heroes doing your quests, visiting your villages, and grinding your rep, but all too soon the shadow of the next expansion begins to fall upon your world, and you know that soon the bustling streets around you will become a ghost town. The Consortium lived this sad fate a decade ago, as the chill of Northrend cooled the fell fires of the Burning Crusade. Some have hung on, doing the odd bit of transmogging here, some dabbling in the void there, but their great commercial empire has definitely fallen on hard times. In an effort to reverse their flagging fortunes, the faction has pinned its hopes on a promotion tied to the 15th anniversary PvP event. Any time you make a purchase from a consortium merchant, they will give you a slew of coupons for items that give you a one-time buff in Alterac Valley. In an effort to be environmentally conscious, the coupons are printed on long strips of the seemingly endless bandages that wrap around each wispy member, and they disappear into the ether that they were created from upon expiration. The coupons are called Consortium Victory Supplements, so at the start of every five-foot-long coupon bandage, you'll find the initials CVS. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.